What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head, but mostly role-playing games, because they're a cooperative experience. No calls in this episode, just me. Um, And yeah, so today we're going to talk about my thought process when I'm making a character. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And then I pose a question, a couple times actually, of what's the difference between niche protection and party balance? That's that's the question I pose and ponder and mull over in this episode while I'm talking uh, about my, my thought process. So yeah, let's get into the show. So I know a lot of y'all out there who listen don't really care about party balance and stuff like that, and that's totally cool. But at the same time, you also do care about niche protection. So here's my question. I was going to play kind of an OSR-type class. I was going to play an Elven Magus. And what a Magus is, it's basically a fighter magic user. And I was going to go Elf because... OSR elves are fighter magic users. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. But then I found out one of the guys in the group is playing a wizard. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is that, am I encroaching on his territory? Am I getting, is that, is, is, is the niche getting crowded? (laughs) You know, because we would both go off the same spell list and everything. Obviously I would be much more, Martially, much more fightery. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's either that or maybe just a straight up fighter. I guess it depends on what the other guy who's having to make a new character is going to play. Um, I maybe I'll end up playing a maybe I'll end up playing a cleric. I don't know. We'll see. But I gotta go because I got a game of talisman tonight. So I'll talk to you all later well the game didn't happen because life got in the way but that's totally cool because you know lots of things come before your hobbies (laughs) i don't know if you listen to spencer's most recent episode on keep off the borderlands you you heard jason tell spencer that family comes before hobbies and it absolutely does uh, but, you know, another reason I don't mind that the game got canceled is because it gave me more time to figure out, not that I need it, but it gave me more time to figure out what I am going to play in the Curse of the Crimson Throne game and think about niche protection and party balance and all that stuff. And yeah, so I think I'm going to go the Magus, not only because I think it'll be fun, but it also, in my opinion, has the coolest class name in the history of D&D uh, from, you know, it's certainly cooler than fighter, magic user, fighting man, magic user, and thief, uh, cooler than warlock. Uh, yeah, it's just the coolest, coolest name for a class out there. But uh, so I think I'm going to go for it. And we'll take it from there, man. If you know, if we don't have a healer, we don't have a healer. That's sort of why we died, because we didn't have enough healing. But that's the way it goes sometimes. 
But then I was thinking, you know, like I said, I've heard a lot of OSR folks talk about how niche protection is important. And, okay, but then that means party balance is important, <laughs> right? Like, if if you have a group of all thieves, then you don't have any niche protection. So, you, you, yeah, I, I just don't get that whole separation there. Like, niche protection is about party balance, and party balance is about niche protection. So, I don't know. I think it's the same thing. If you disagree, call in. Let me know. I'd love to hear why, where I'm getting it wrong, uh, any of that stuff. Let me know because I see party balance and niche protection as they're interchangeable terms in my book as of right now. Maybe it'll change, though. Maybe it'll totally change. But, yeah, so my Magus, no name yet. Think it's going to maybe be a lady? Sounds kind of fun. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Um, going to use a whip as their primary weapon. And they're going to get into tripping and disarming and delivering spells through their whip. And this character is largely inspired by a player I only had the privilege of playing with once or twice. I think just the one time at a table that another guy was running. It was for a game of Pathfinder. And this dude brought a Whip Magus character and played it amazingly. It was like, it was, I think I've talked about it before, but it was a work of art watching this dude play his character, knew exactly what to do, knew how everything worked. And Magus, Magi, Magi, they're a little fiddly. They're a little complicated. You get a lot of swift actions and, different abilities but he played it so amazing and i want to do him proud um and i hope i do I, I i have a good handle on how how this character will work now i just need to come up with a fun a fun little backstory what what his what their deal is yeah, i'm i think i'm going tiefling you know, a little demon kiss. They got demons on the brain from running Wrath of the Righteous, and tieflings just work out pretty well. So I'm picturing this, you know, demon-blooded lady with a whip. It's kind of hot. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm totally into it. But yeah, that's that's where we're at. That is where we are friggin' at. So I'm pretty pumped about that. But yeah. That's enough about my character. Let me know what you guys think about niche protection and party balance. Because uh, I am I am really curious to know. Alright, well, let's, let's see what's up next. I don't think I have any call-ins, so I believe it'll just be the outro. It's funny, you know, last night I was set. I was going to play the Magus woke up this morning and now I'm like am I gonna play the Magus <laughs> there will not be a final decision until very shortly before the game I will probably have three characters built um, and then just pick what we need one of the reasons I'm waffling is because uh, one of the players the guy playing Kelsier the sorcerer seemed pretty unhappy with his character uh, and felt that his character wasn't 
wasn't a contributing member to the party, really. And so I want to make sure that player has a different experience this time. So I don't want to play anything that's going to step on their toes. You know, if they want to play the big upfront basher bruiser, cool. I want to play something that'll support that. If they want to sit back and cast spells, cool. I want to play something that will support that. So, yeah, once I hear from them what they're going to play, I will have a much, much clearer picture of what I'm going to play. But, yeah, this is my thought process when I make characters. I know it's foreign to a lot of you guys, the whole idea of, like, building characters, but it's a thing that I love, and being a good team player is a thing that I love, and making a character that'll fit well with the team is something... I pride myself on and I try hard to do because I talked to I talked to the dungeon master about it and she was like well I think everyone should just play what they want to play and that's awesome that's a great idea and I love it people should play what they want to play but people should want to play what's going to work well together <laughs> you know I, I don't like the idea of building your characters in a vacuum uh, I think i I think it's better for the table, for the group, in real life, and in the fantasy world if the players build their characters together. But yeah, that's that's me. That's it for this episode, and uh, I hope you're all safe. I hope you're all hanging in there. world is still pretty hectic. Things are starting to loosen up a little bit, and... Yeah, uh, at time of recording, there are, I don't know, maybe 30 hours to go till the next session of Wrath of the Righteous, and I can't wait for it. Uh, I need to redeem myself, even though nobody thinks I need redemption, but it's, it's an internal thing. Okay, so everybody, be cool to yourself, be cool to others, and I will catch you next time. And until then, peace out. As I was getting ready to publish this episode, it dawned on me that I think I've always been into the name, the term, whatever you want to call it, Magus, ever since I came across it in the Bible when I was a little kid for the first time. So in the Bible, there is a figure known as Simon Magus. Yes, he was a biblical wizard. He could do awesome magic. Uh, Peter battles him in the book of Acts. I had to double check this morning to make sure that it wasn't stupid Paul that battled him. Paul, the idiot liar who is terrible and bad. But we don't have to talk about how crappy Paul is here. Unless you want to, we can get into that more. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, when I was a kid, I came across that in the Bible. I was like, that rules. And then later on in the 80s, when I was reading a bunch of Marvel comics, uh, I think one of Adam Warlock's Nemesi, his name was... His name was Magus, and I thought that was awesome, and I also think Adam Warlock is a cool name, but I still think Magus is cooler. Magus just is so evocative. It just conjures up images of just cool, cool stuff. I think it's way cooler than wizard or sorcerer or magician or magic user. Yeah, Magus. Anyway, just a random thought that popped into my head right before I published, so there you go.